So I am just on the BJJ Fanatics website, and what's amazing is now we've already talked about uh, Gravity is Your Friend, but there are two other instructionals that you might want to talk about. Recently, I had the opportunity to work with BJJ Fanatics guy, and now we have three instructionals out there. We have escapes engineered for guys over 40. If you're 40 or more, hey, dig into it. Gravity is your friend. Sit up sweeps. Been there for some time and is really, really getting a lot of attention. And then we have the smash the knee folding pass. Now, that's one of my favorites. So if you haven't um, looked at them, take a look. BJJFanatics.com. Welcome to Raw Radio. And we alive. Yep, here we go. All right. Well, so 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 what? <laughs> so what? You know, when you were gone, yeah, it was just like, you know, Smooth writing. I, nobody was talking back to me. Nobody was making fun of me. Uh, there was it, no I bet it was sarcastic really comments. It was I bet smooth. your life was very boring that like, week I was out. I didn't record video, and yeah. the sound was messed up, and you know. But it was smooth. Like, sure, that's your <laughs> definition of smooth. Um, but you know, you need somebody to keep you on your toes. Yeah, well, apparently uh, so. so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we did one. Together again, finally, so, an actual episode. Yeah, so, you know, we, we chatted right before we start recording, right? And the the phrase was, work smarter than harder, mm-hmm. right? So what's your definition of, what's this, you know, your definition of difference between those two? Well, what, how do you define harder versus smarter? Well, I think. It's funny because the first time I ever heard that phrase, uh, I was an EMT in the housing projects in the city and my supervisor, I don't remember exactly what we were doing, what the call was or anything like that, but he was like, yeah, you know, you got to work smarter, not harder. And it, for that particular job, um, we had a giant bag and a stair chair that we would have to carry and the elevators never worked in the, in the housing projects. So you would, you would have to run up. 11 flights of stairs to get to somebody who was having a medical emergency or a traumatic emergency. And, um, that was the first time I ever heard it. And it had, you know, I was, maybe I was finally ready to receive something like that, but Mm. it kind of had a big impact. And what it meant for me was always like, you know, kind of planning things out logically, um, rather than just like kind of barreling into it or, you know, pushing forward um, so that you could take steps to make it easier for yourself, basically. Um, And it doesn't mean like easier, like you're not working hard, but you don't have this, all this unnecessary stuff to work through while you're, while you're working. So I feel like sometimes people um, use this phrase as slide right, right under the radar. And kind of, you know, do the minimum that's expected, but don't go above and beyond. Is that how you, is that no. how you look at it? No, I think if it, if that's how you look at it, you're that's a different interpretation that I don't right. have. So it's work working smarter. You know, we were talking to Heather towards the end of the episode. She was talking about somebody that she trained with who wanted to lose some weight. 
who was training a lot, who was going to eat a protein bar and a salad. That's it for the day. That's not, if you're, and you're training hard, you're, if you're training hard, you're going to lose weight, right? Uh, an extremely restrictive diet like that with super low calorie intake, uh, you're probably going to burn out while you're losing that weight or you're, you're physically, you're not going to be feeling well. So then what I'm not eating right. Or do I need to train less or do what do I, it just, uh, that's not smarter to me. Smarter to me would be sitting down with somebody and saying, Hey, this is what I do every day. And this is how much I want to train every day. The weight that I want to lose isn't coming off. How do I do this correctly? Because I think when you start doing things incorrectly, well, guess what? Not you're you're not working smart. You're working hard. He's gonna. It's gonna be hard for that person. They might lose that weight right away, but they're gonna have to start eating again. When they start eating again, they're gonna put that weight back on. Why is he losing the weight? Because he's doing things properly, or because he's just shedding it because he's not eating. He's not going to feel good. He's probably going to go back to his old habits. Um, so for me, it's like, no, it's sitting down, being calculated, gathering information, you know, in order to proceed in the way you want to, you know, if you want to, you want to, I don't know, I'm stuck on the diet thing, but if you want to eat garbage all day, well, then you're going to have to really intensify your training, right? And you're going to get hurt or you're going to burn out. If you want to lose weight and you eat correctly, you don't have to, you know, train an insane amount. That doesn't mean you're not going above and beyond. You can still go above and beyond and train hard and progress and learn and, but you're going to recover so that you can go on the next day. You know what I mean? Where on, if you're eating properly, you, you are can, stuck on the food. Yeah, but if you <laughs> if you're eating properly, you can train hard, a little harder than you usually do. You're going to have the fuel. You're going to recover. You know all those things that go with it. But I thought we we said we're not going to train hard. No, we didn't say that. It was harder versus smart. Smarter, right? yeah, right. So if you are smart, wouldn't that mean is, that is training hard all the time? All like I forget it wasn't that long ago we were talking about balls to the wall. Yeah, but like, is that smart? I, I'm trying to identify what what does smart mean, right? Because we, I think we both agree with the fact that training hard, training smart doesn't mean that you're not training hard. Right. Right. So what what does the smart part give us? Uh, I think it gives you a path if we're gonna to do it to be to be long term successful with it, right? So if you're if you're like this person that's that's eating 500 calories a day, I'll get off the topic of. But food. how are you gonna? Oh, are you hungry? <laughs> if you if you're if if you're gonna be that person, okay. So let's, well, let's okay. Let's well, talk about jujitsu. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about jujitsu. Let's pivot this into jujitsu. Okay. I'm I'm working on whatever concept in jujitsu. How can I work smarter? Versus harder. Um, asking questions from people who do it or know it or are higher level than okay. you watching videos about it. Okay. Rather than just going to open mat and trying to do it in a live training, in a, in a sparring session. Right. So we're just saying don't reinvent the wheel. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, just go 
gain knowledge, right? Smarter in order to be able to perform better. If you don't, if you're not inquisitive and you're not trying to learn, um, that mat time, how many people have you seen burn out because they think the way to get better at jujitsu is to go to every class, every open mat, go every round. And they're, they're going forward, pushing, 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 pushing. And then either they get hurt or they start with the, you know, I got to, you know, work is this or that, or my wife is this and that, or, you know, and they start coming up with excuses to not be here because they're physically working so hard that they burn out. So you're talking about the physical hard work. What about mental hard work? Because planning and seeking out yeah. and, and asking questions, all that has an impact on the mental part right. of jujitsu. And I think or- that's smarter. That's being you, you don't think that you can get one can get burned out mentally? Yeah, but it's probably easier to get burnt out physically. I don't know. That I don't know. But it depends so on what, what you mean mentally, though. Are you, are you talking about, like, flooded with information and you get burnt out? Or are you talking about, like, you're not, you're not really being smarter, so mentally you start falling apart? Like this sucks. I suck. I'm in a plateau. What am I doing wrong? All those negative. Yeah, yeah. there's I guess two different sides of that. Yeah, yeah. So how have you? What have you applied in your jujitsu to provide the quote unquote smart element? Um, For me, letting go of my ego. I'm not a kid. I'm not going to go with these. 25, 30 year old ex wrestlers, the way that the the 30 year old or 25 year old wrestler next to them goes with them. It's not going to work. Um, I'm going to be working. If I try that, it's going to be really, really hard physically and I won't be back tomorrow. Um, so I have to be smarter about it. You know, um, how am I going to be, how, what am I going to do differently with that person than a different person? You know, somebody but who's someone's... my age, who doesn't like to go hard, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to roll the same way with, with the 25 year old wrestler as I am with the 55 year old hobbyist. Um, you know, he might, he might want to go just as hard as that 25 year old, but mm-hmm. you know, that ain't, it ain't you it, or you're not them, I should say. And it's not going to work. You know, you're going to, something bad's going to happen either to me or to that older person down the line because when they do go with somebody who wants to go hard or gets a little fed up with them, Mm -hmm. you know, bad things happen, you know? So you're saying that the smart part could vary between people? Yeah, I think so. We touched on this a little bit not too long ago. Yeah. I think what you trained, I think people, I, I firmly believe that people train differently with different people. Yeah, they you have know. to. They we would, t- would have to. Heather talked about, you know, how she used to, you know, I asked her about, like, does she have an on-off if she's going with a white oh, belt? It's only on. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if you're going with a white belt versus going with, you know, some really high-level purple belt or up, you know, do you, can you ch- change how you do things? And she said she used to not be able to. It was always 100% go, go, go. And things have changed over the years. Um, I think, you know, you tell me if if – I'm wrong, but do you, when you're going with a white belt that's got three stripes and now they're finally, they're dipping their toe in open mat, are you going to go with them the exact same way you would with that guy that just, you just gave their brown belt to whose skill set is completely different, whose 
attitude is completely different, who's working on things more conceptually maybe rather than physically, or the white belt might not be physical at all because he's, he's nervous. He's just getting in here. He could be what? Completely what nervous. White belt is not, what white belt is I've nervous and not physical? I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen some that were terrified, shaking, literally shaking at their first couple open mats. Mm-hmm. And then when they realized like what the rules, rules of engagement were, they've, they've mellowed out, you know, or they've figured it out and, and they're not so nervous anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you, do you change how you do things? Um, yeah, it's not even necessarily based on a belt, but no, based but on I, person. I'm, yeah, I'm using the belt as just kind yeah. of like a marker. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, we should. We should. We should train differently with every person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think ex- from explore, exploration perspective to just how the intensity. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, I think going with somebody who's in their 50s, it's going to be very different to going somebody who's in their twenties. And I'm not saying one will be harder than the other. I'm just saying it They're will different. be different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And same thing from skill set perspective. It doesn't mean that I'm going to go easy on a white belt. I'm actually probably going to be more complex with a white belt, to be honest with you, than I'm going to be with a brown belt. You know, like my, my, my range of experimenting will be by far broader on a white belt than it would be on a brown belt. Sure. Uh, Unless maybe it's a day where you really want to test yourself. Unless it's true. I mean, true. Good point. So the day changes it too. So, so a lot of that, a lot of that, yeah, play, plays, plays significant role on all of this, the intensity and how much amount of thought I put into things and, and what I do, how I do it and how many rounds I go, how fast they, yeah, no, all that has a lot to do with with it. Mm -hmm. I think brainless rolling is, is, stimulating physically but we definitely not making any logical decisions during that time we kind of reacting and i think that is working hard mm-hmm. that that is the harder part how of many of work. those uh, how many guys do you remember <laughs> that they get their second stripe and uh, they stop going to classes they just start doing open mat oh well, is that, that. Where, and and mm-hmm. i every single one of those people mm-hmm. disappears after a while every single one of them yeah, I don't know if every one of them, but there is definitely there. There is listen, you know, it's because then it, pivoting into a different conversation. But I, there is something unquestionably desirable and something very appealing behind physical engagement sure. in the open mat. Yeah, you know, I, but at the same time, I do think that a lot of people don't know how to use open mat. They just think that it's you know, hey, you know, slap bump and let's go balls out. You know, um, you know, and some of that intelligence builds over time. And that's simply because nobody taught them. It's not as their fault. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Somebody who has, you know, whatever, one, two, three, four stripes on their white belt. It, it is not that they they precisely doing something intentionally wrong. Nobody taught them. Nobody told them, think, pause, slow down. Like, you learn these things as time goes on. This is why we get to blue and we are still spazzing out. We're just a little bit smarter. We get to purple and we start experimenting. But we we still not not the same way as the brown belt would. And we get to the brown belt and you, you're seeing these progressions all throughout your journey. Right. And it's, it's really not that, that something gets downloaded to our brain. We, we, we learn, we make adjustments, and we simply get smarter. That's, right. that, that's all it is. Yeah. We make more intelligent decisions. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? This is why the higher belts have a p- ability to pick up the pace, destroy you at their will, 
and then slow down and talk trash. Like it's just that that's what it is. Right. Or slow down and destroy you. Oh, they'll slow down and destroy you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without speeding up. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's but you know, overall I, I do think that we should put some intelligence behind, you know, training in general. Because you don't have to train well, seven days a week. Here's you don't. One, no. And you know, we talked we touched a little bit about how jujitsu now you can be a professional athlete in jujitsu now, right? We've they, we've kind of crossed over, right? Talking about people like Gordon Ryan and and the twins, and um, and in order to do that nowadays, what do you what do you need? You need all those things that the other professional athletes have: the proper coaching, the proper nutrition, well, cross training, yeah. right? Weight training specific to you. You know, you can't just get huge. Now you're not in your weight class anymore. Um, you know, it, it, things need to be done smart in order for you to have success. And you're, all, and you're working hard. You're still working hard the whole time, but you're not doing it in a way that is going to degrade what you have. Yeah. It, you know, like more I'm thinking about this, more listening to you saying everything. It's like if, we, if I was to reword that phrase, it would be, Achieve the same goal with the least amount of effort. Yeah. What's the, what's your goal on the mat? Do you right. want to like... Well, if you want to be a world champion, then you might have to be at the academy seven days sure. a week, you know, six hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. You, might, you might have to because yeah. that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. And that's in addition to all the other work you might do. But if you want to learn jiu-jitsu efficiently and you only can attend twice a week, we talked this a million yeah. times. It's still achievable. Yeah. But you, you need to... You know, start BSing on the mat sure. when you, you know, start, yeah, and I start mean, focusing on, on drilling. You know, make your drilling really effective. You know, every minute counts. Make it useful. Don't waste time. Even though social component is an important part of jiu-jitsu, there's time for that and there's time for drilling. You know, when instructor is teaching a technique, stop talking when you're drilling the technique. Stop talking about how your day was. Start drilling. You know, get to it. You know, it's, a, it's, it's really not that hard in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it's very easy to get distracted. And I think that quote unquote hard work often sources from one, not having a goal, and two, being distracted with the yeah. three gazillion things that are flying around our mind every single day. Yeah, and I think that also um to you could even narrow that scope down to, you know, your rounds when you talk about being more efficient, the least amount of you know, I for me anyway, jujitsu to me is getting to that goal in the most efficient manner possible. Do you want if you're going a seven minute round, do you want to get to that goal huffing and puffing and sweating and really exerting yourself physically, or do you want to get to that goal, um, you know, the mo- being the most effective you can be with the least amount of physical, um presence mm-hmm. you know um to me that's working smarter not harder okay cool sounds good all right then we're let's done? work harder let's let's finish okay. this up let's not yep. over talk that would be hard work it would be <laughs> actually it's pretty easy uh, all right then see later. you later later thank you for listening to raw radio if you enjoyed the show don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.